coming up. As a result of being strapped into the chair, often for hours at a time, they suffered pain and bodily injury as a consequence. For Vault Studios, I'm Will Johnson. You're listening to The Daily Crime. Developing right now, an unsealed federal indictment alleges Clayton County Sheriff Victor Hill had county inmates placed in restraint chairs for several hours on several occasions. The incidents described in the indictment all took place in 2020, and each inmate claims being strapped in the chair for hours caused physical pain and resulted in bodily injury. That was the news out of Clayton County, Georgia. Just at the end of April, a sheriff arrested and facing felony charges I'm joined by Joe Henke, a reporter at WXIA 11 Alive in Atlanta. Joe, what can you tell us about these charges? Yes, yeah, so the um, the charges here, um, most people in town are, are considering them rather serious because they are in federal court. They're um, four felonies. He actually turned himself in to FBI agents, is our understanding, um, from a spokesman with the FBI. Uh, but the charges relate to practices, alleged practices, um, at the Clayton County Jail. Sheriff Hill is the uh, Clayton County Sheriff, of course. And at the jail, he's accused in a federal indictment of using a restraint chair um, on uh, four inmates on four separate occasions last year. Um, And while the indictment um, lays out uh, sort of a process where a restraint chair legally can be used under federal law, um, he's being accused of using it illegally um, in violation of the inmates' civil rights, that these were inmates that were facing charges. They had not been convicted um, of uh, the uh, crimes that they were facing charges for, um, but that he used it as a form of punishment, that he um, prosecutors, federal prosecutors say he would put inmates in this chair for hours at a time. Um, there was one um, claim in, in the federal um, uh, indictment that uh, someone needed to use the restroom. He didn't let them out of, of the chair, and they just ended up relieving themselves um, in the chair. Um, there was another case where uh, he's accused or quoted in the indictment of telling someone basically, don't come back to my county and commit crimes again. If you do and you end up in this jail again, I'll put you in this chair for 16 hours on, on that uh, future occasion. Um, so that's what the accusations center around is this restraint chair and whether Victor Hill, um, Sheriff Victor Hill, used it um, legally or illegally. Um, he's only put out a brief statement where he doesn't deny using the chair, um, but just says that he can't say much. But his attorneys believe in the facts um, of the case and, and that they'll wait for it to play out in court. Now, the vast majority of law enforcement officers in this country serve bravely, with honor and professionally at all times. But... When someone doesn't, and they abuse their power, they must be held accountable. The Constitution also prohibits the unnecessary use of force. In this particular case, without justification, Sheriff Hill allegedly ordered four detainees in his care to be strapped into a restraint chair. Badges and guns don't come with the authority to ignore the Constitution. They come with the responsibility to protect it from anyone who would violate it especially another public servant. The FBI is committed to restoring trust in law enforcement by holding those accountable who abuse their privileges and abandon their responsibilities. All right, Joe, and and let me back up a little bit. How long has he been sheriff there? And Clayton County is, I mean, it's one of Atlanta's big counties, right? It's not like a small rural part of Georgia. 
It is. It's uh, it's right in the, in the metro area here. Um, you know, to get from you know downtown Atlanta um, to the center of uh, Clayton County, um, where the sheriff's office would be. Uh, you know, it, it is a little bit of a drive, maybe 20, 30 minute drive, but in Atlanta traffic, um, that's not a uh, tremendous distance that you're covering there. Um, it's not the biggest uh, metro county. Um, but it is it is up there on on the rankings, nonetheless. Um, sheriff Hill, as far as him being um, sheriff there, he's been sheriff there. Um, his time as sheriff predates my time in town here. I've been here about five or six years. It's my understanding he was um, sheriff for several years. Then he was not sheriff for a little window of time, and then he was um, later elected again. Um, but he's been there in his current stint for several terms. And he's a man that um, a lot in his community, uh, you know, approve highly of him as sheriff. Um, but there are some you talk to him in, in um, cases like this federal um, indictment comes up and, and they maybe don't necessarily agree with with the tactics that are that are being alleged. Yeah, I mean, and you think about wherever you live, you know, the sheriff of your community being arrested and facing charges like this. This is a must be big news around there. It, it is big news, uh, you know. Us in, in every station and in, in, in the uh, newspaper of, of uh, record here in town, it was it was uh, the top headline um, on, on on the day that he was arrested. The day that he was arrested or, or turned himself in, I should say, um, he also appeared in court that day. So there was a lot happening with this case in one day. That was the same day that um, you know reporters first got their hands on this indictment. It had been sealed um, un, until um, I think late the night before or the day of him turning himself in. So all these details were coming out quickly. Um, but like I said, you go into his community and um, for years he's taken a very tough on uh, crime approach. Um, he's a, a no apologies type law enforcement official. Um, and uh, he's beloved in his community for, for one aspect that uh, he will be at a lot of community events. He will be, you know, Thanksgiving comes around and, and he's um, either hosting or participating in, in the, the turkey giveaways of making sure that families in, in the community have a meal for the holiday. And he'll be at a lot of those types of events. Um, but then there are his uh, tough on crime approach does brush some people that we talk to the the wrong way. And, um, you know, of course, that, that will get some disapproval. But uh, he continues to be reelected as sheriff and, and often with uh, very wide margins or, or unopposed. Um, so that, that says something as well. Joe, what is the evidence? Uh, there's camera evidence of, of this of these alleged incidents happening. Is that right? Well, we, we've asked prosecutors about that um, after uh, Hill had on his court appearance last week. I'm a, I actually asked prosecutors during a, a brief press conference um, or, or question and answer uh, session that they held outside the uh, courthouse. I asked them about that. Is there video evidence? Um, prosecutors would only say that they can at this time because um, it is an ongoing investigation. Is what they told me. They can only speak to what is listed. Um, or detailed in the indictment. Um, so they would not answer that question of whether there is video evidence. Um, I also asked if there is video evidence, whether there's audio that goes with that security camera, because as we know, some security cameras record audio, some don't. Um, and I asked that because there's specific quotes from Hill um, that are in the indictment. Um, but prosecutors wouldn't answer that question. They would they would just say, we can only speak to what is in the, di- in the indictment. Um, so the allegations of how he used this restraint chair and the specific quotes of him as he was interacting um, with inmates. Um, I, I should say the indictment never says that um, Sheriff Hill personally placed any of these inmates in the chair, um, but it, it appears that more they were put in this chair following his orders. Um, I think there was one case in there where he told the deputy after receiving some questions or some answers about an inmate and why the inmate was in the jail, um, that he, he just said chair. 
uh, meaning put put the person in the chair. It sounds like kind of a, a sticky legal realm where, you know, this chair can be used to obviously restrain someone who's dangerous or, you know, needs to be, but it's uh, connected to a constitution, uh, constitutional rights, really, uh, if you're placed in the chair for punishment. It's, it's not to be used for that. Absolutely. And that's where the, the charge, um, you know, when we did the story um, and as we continue to follow it, I'm sure we tried to make the description of what he's facing as far as charges go as easy for um, everyone to understand because it does get into constitutional rights and the, the detail in the indictment is rather lengthy of what he's being accused for. Um, but it comes down to prosecutors saying that he violated these inmates' civil rights, that everyone has um, the right to due process and really that you shouldn't be punished um, other than just being held in jail if you don't get bond um, as you await trial. You shouldn't be punished until after that fact, uh, meaning, you know, sentenced to prison or or whatnot. Uh, Clayton County Sheriff's Office does have a policy um, in their policy manual for using this chair, and it says um, that it should not be used as a form of punishment. Um, And that's the line that prosecutors um, in in the grand jury, federal grand jury that returned this indictment that's the line they're saying Sheriff Hill crossed. Uh, meanwhile, um, it looks like uh, his uh, defense counsel is, is preparing to, to argue that he didn't cross that line, that um, everything was done done legally. And this is a chair that um, they have a policy for and also a type of chair that we've seen used in other jurisdictions. Joe, finally, uh, does the indictment say anything about how these charges or accusations came to light? Did, who, who, who came forward to talk about this? So that is not clear in the indictment. What we do know is... Um, last year, all of the um, the four separate incidents that led to four um, separate charges, all of the same nature, but four separate cases um, under this indictment, they all happened in 2020. Um, and last year, there was a, a lawsuit filed um, by an individual um, who said that he was an inmate at the Clayton County Jail, and his accusation and the narrative um, of his time in the jail and being put in this chair matches up exactly with what is in the indictment um, as well. All right, Joe, thanks a lot for uh, talking to us, and we hope you'll keep you posted on any developments. Absolutely. Thank you, Will. Thanks for listening to The Daily Crime. We're here every weekday, Monday through Friday. Be sure to subscribe to the show and give us a great review if you like what you hear. And if you'd like to learn more about the show and Vault Studios, check out our Facebook group, Inside the Crime Vault.